This is Comfortably Uncomfortable, the podcast about getting out of your routine comfort zone and feeling a little uncomfortable so that you can have the life that you've always desired. Comfortably Uncomfortable with Stephanie Lee starts right now. Hello, this is Stephanie, and I am completely, utterly, totally, (laughs) well, you guessed it, Comfortably Uncomfortable, and I hope you are too. Listen, on this episode, I am going to explore a story that is fun for me. It is just a story, really nothing to learn more than just a story about something that happened to me in the late 90s. Well, as you can tell by the title, it is my search for Trent Reznor, the lead singer of Nine Inch Nails. Well, how did I get to that point where I was searching so much for Trent Reznor? Well, let's start at the very beginning. Well, this past weekend, my local radio station, 95.9, The Fox, had an all-90s music weekend. It was a long weekend, and they were doing all-90s music. Well, of course, you know me, I love 1980s music, but of course, I forget that there are some groups that are in the 1990s that I just gravitated towards for one reason or another. And normally, yes, I would listen to 80s music and be very stern about that. But I was driving around with my little boy, Frank. As you know, he's always here with me and he always goes in the car wherever I go. And I don't have serious radio. So I turn on my local radio station, which is great because the reception is great and because it's right down the street from where I live. And it's really a good feeling to listen to radio. Now, as I was listening, I thought about all the groups that I love in the 1990s. And there are plenty, I will tell you. But this reminded me of a story that happened about in 1995 or 96, maybe 97, when I was working at a trade show company. And I just love this story because it brings back such fuzzy, warm memories for me. (laughs) It does. It really does. Well, let me take you back to then. I was working for a trade show company and I had just been promoted to a marketing position, which was really exciting. You know, I had gone from an administrative assistant position, helping the marketing teams to a marketing position. And I loved it. And I was also doing the intranet website, which is the staff website, the internal website. It's called an intranet. And I was doing the coding and the pages for that website. So I was really excited about it. So my boss at the time, oh, we'll just name her hmm, Susan, came to me and said that there was a conference for marketing and would I want to go? Well, of course I jumped at the chance. It was in New Orleans and I loved the fact that I was going to go somewhere where I hadn't been before. And of course, like most of these trade show conferences, I know that they choose really cool places to have the conferences and cool places to have the conferences that have little things to do on the time off, right? The time that you're not at the conference. So a lot of these people bring their husbands and wives and it was a lot of fun. New Orleans is great. And I think it was probably in March or so. So it was a little cool here and I know it was warmer 
in New Orleans. So I jumped at the chance. Okay, so here we are. And I'm on the plane and it's I'm getting there and it's great. And I'm just loving it. So here I am registered for this conference. And it's a marketing conference, I'm going to learn a lot about value added services, which is like the sterizers and the signage that you see in trade shows. And I'm going to learn about the marketing of the trade shows. And I'm very excited about that. Plus, it's New Orleans, and I haven't been before. And you know, you always hear about, you know, Mardi Gras, and you always hear about Bourbon Street, and you always hear about these places, and you wonder about them. So that was cool. But then I also knew that Trent Reznor of Nine Inch Nails lived, or at least had a house in New Orleans. And I had a very, very big, hmm, shall we say, liking, maybe perhaps bordering on crush (laughs) on Trent Reznor. Well, of course, if you don't know Trent Reznor, he is the lead singer of Nine Inch Nails. And I should say that at the time when I went to the trade show, Downward Spiral had just come out and the CD was a success, but it also had the song Closer on it, which was at the time and probably still is one of the most perverse and provocative songs and videos that you can see. You can go to YouTube and see it. I'll link it in the show notes. I don't really want to spoil it for you, but it's probably one of their most notable songs to this date even. But I had a huge crush on Trent Reznor. Let's not pretend. (laughs) Okay, so here I am in New Orleans, and I went to New Orleans a day before so I could get ready for the conference, and I was staying a day after so I would kind of not have to deal with the rush of people leaving on the same day as everybody else. So I had a little extra time. So that was my plan. And my plan was to walk around in New Orleans and have it like a mini vacation, kind of an in-between going to the trade show, going to the conference, I'd walk around. And I know New Orleans is big on the music and the local flavor and the local color and the Cajun food and the House of Blues. This is all something I knew about. So I was all giddy up and go. But while I was checking into the hotel, which I heard was haunted, by the way, and I know it is now (laughs) because of weird things that happened. But New Orleans itself is really kind of known as being haunted. So I checked into this hotel and I was on the go. I had heard about Café du Monde, so I heard about the beignets. I had heard about all this stuff. I had done research. But my biggest plan was to search out Trent Reznor, who, as I mentioned before, had a house or lived in New Orleans. Okay, so that was my biggest thing. And it was a big deal because, you know, I loved Trent Reznor and I loved Nine Inch Nails. Now, at the time, I also want to state that alternative rock and industrial rock was a big thing. And so that is probably why I really wanted to search out Nine Inch Nails. It had a alternative rock, which I really gravitated towards. And that kind of dovetailed off of my punk rock, alternative rock, progressive rock. So it kind of made sense, right, in the 1990s. Although I don't like all the 1990s music. This was industrial, kind of hardcore, and I loved that about it. So I hit the ground running, and I scoured the streets for this man, Trent Reznor. (laughs) 
You can look him up too. And you can find pictures of him all over the place if you Google him. So I was all set to go. And you know what? I'll tell you something. It was such an experience. I went places to find this man that I would have never gone to if I had just planned to go to the marketing conference, to this marketing trade show. I would have never, ever, ever seen New Orleans the way I saw it (laughs) when I was looking for Trent Reznor from Nine Inch Nails. Now, of course, you understand that New Orleans is full of great things to see. But me being a little bit of an introvert, that was stepping out of my comfort zone completely. And that's what this story is really all about, is stepping out of my comfort zone and getting a little uncomfortable in order to find this man that, by the way, if I had found him and if I had met him, I wouldn't even know what to say to him. I hadn't even thought that far ahead. So this is a story of mine that I like to keep in my head because it was very uncomfortable. I met people and I did things that I would not have done if I had really been afraid to jump out of my comfort zone. So here I was in New Orleans and I was alone. I had my boss there, but she was in a different hotel and she kind of had a different thing going on. And I was in search of this man. So of course, on our time off, I went to Bourbon Street. I went to all these places. I ate in strange restaurants and I ate alone too. And I went to the House of Blues. I went to a guitar shop looking for (laughs) Trent Reznor. I went all over. And I had heard that he liked Cajun cooking and gumbo and all this stuff. So I went, of course, all over there, you know, looking for those kind of places. I went to parks. I went to Cafe Demand more than I should have because I gained about 10 pounds when I came back. And I learned something very valuable. Guess what I learned? And this is very, very true. There are many men who (laughs) want to look like Trent Reznor. In New Orleans, there are many men. And there are many men who indeed get joy out of you asking them if they are Trent Reznor. (laughs) Because he was hot back then. He still is. But he was hot back then. And that is because of the downward spiral CD recording, whatever you call it. We don't call it records anymore. And it was because of that that made him so popular at the time. Now, I do have to say that when the conference was over, I went across the street to a restaurant for lunch. Everybody had gone from the conference. It was really pretty much a ghost town. (laughs) Wink, wink, because it's haunted. (laughs) I went across the street for lunch, and the bartender slash waitress who took my order because I was sitting at the bar said, you know, what are you doing? I told her about the conference. And I also told her that I was really wanting to meet Trent Reznor. And she said, Oh, you know what? I haven't seen him in a while. I said, you've seen him? Oh, yes, yes. He's been around. And I said, recently? And he said, she said, yes, yes, recently. Now, I don't know if she was playing with me or not. But I was very interested in what she was saying. And I hung on every word. But lunch was over. And then I left. And she said, I hope to see you again. Bye bye. Maybe it's because I tipped her so well. (laughs) Who knows? But that was the thing. Now, of course, this was a four day trip and it ended. And I was very sad when it ended. But this is the one thing that I want you to explore and understand about this story is that 
it was out of my comfort zone. I was traveling kind of alone because I had to take a plane on my own. I had to get to the hotel on my own. Sure, my boss was there, but she was kind of on her own. And, you know, she said, look, you know where we are, you know where the conference is. And that was it. But the whole learning lesson that I learned from this is that, no, I never saw him. Besides, what would I say if I did see him? I know I mentioned that before, but what would I have said if I did actually meet and see Trent Reznor? And the second or third thing I want to say is that a lot of people, and I would include some of my favorite artists even today, and I would include Freddie Mercury in this, are not like they are on stage. So the Trent Reznor that I see performing on stage is probably not the Trent Reznor that you would see on the street. It's probably a safe bet (laughs) that he is not like the same person. I think that's a persona that they present while they're on stage. And perhaps maybe they're different. They're more introvert or they're quiet. They have their own lives. They don't leave the house, that kind of thing. So that was something I discovered. But also, besides that, I did see a lot of New Orleans that I would not have seen, or as they call it, New Orleans. And that was kind of an interesting thing. It was fun. It was like a treasure hunt looking for him. But I did so many things that I would have never done before had I not been looking for him. You know, the House of Blues was right up the street from the hotel I was staying in. I walked in there and enjoyed the music, had a couple of drinks, and I was alone, and I had a great experience. I bought some things, and I had some things that were big things that I had delivered to my house. I bought a couple of pieces of furniture that I had delivered to my house when I got home. They were waiting for me, and that was kind of exciting. So I went to side streets. I went to shops and I went to parks. I did things. I went into separate little towns in New Orleans that I would not have been going to. Had I not been looking for, (laughs) how can we forget Trent Reznor from Nine Inch Nails? (laughs) Anyway, that is what was so exciting. And so what lessons did I learn from this? What lesson can you learn from having those kind of things that you do when you want to see somebody or you go and you want to meet somebody or you think you see somebody on the street. Like I could tell you a story where I was living in New York City and Lou Reed passed me on the street. What do you say to someone like that? Well, you don't say anything. But guess what I learned? The lessons I learned. Whatever excites you, that's what you should do. Going to New Orleans excited me. That's what I did. If it propels you to do other things, that's what you should do. You know, I would not have seen many parts of New Orleans. So if it propels you to do other things, that's what you should do. If it doesn't stop you from learning about new places you visit, that's what you should do. And, you know, I learned a lot about the quote-unquote Big Easy. (laughs) And the fact that it's called quote-unquote the Big Easy for a reason. (laughs) And that is so exciting too. What can you get away from that's out of your comfort zone, that's in an uncomfortable zone, that's doing things with other people, that's pushing you to do things and to go places that you would not normally go? You know, I had a reason for going to New Orleans, but the reason 
was not really a reason because the conference, the trade show, as it ended up, was not a big deal. It was a trade show, but it was a small trade show. It probably was something that I could have missed. It was a very basic trade show, a very basic conference, and I didn't learn as much as I thought I would. But I got to New Orleans, and I had a great time, and it's a time that I will never forget. And I came back with a couple of souvenirs, so that was cool too. So do what you do, and what excites you, what propels you, and what's going to propel you to learn more and more every day in every way. Hey, that rhymes. <laughs> anyway, that's my episode. That is my In Search of Trent Reznor in New Orleans episode. I never found him, but guess what? I found a lot more. And you know what? He's always around. So if I ever choose to go back <laughs> or to search him out again, well, who knows what else I'll learn. It's going to be something good. You know what? That's my episode. And I hope that you are completely, utterly, totally, comfortably uncomfortable. And you know what? We're getting down to business now. Where can you reach me? Well, I'm at gettingcu at gmail.com and stephanie at comfortablyuncomfortable.fm. And that is where you can hear my long-form podcasts like this one or my daily podcasts that are there as well as my blog posts. I'm all over social media, and there's really no excuse to not be in touch with me. (laughs) You know what? I got to get out of here, but I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.